What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Super Flag Podcast. This is episode 79. Welcome in this week after a week off. We are back doing it again. What are we doing today? So we go over a couple of really quick things before the main point of this podcast. Yeah. Of which I cannot remember all of them. We'll just do the a main one. thing was Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. And the Amber Heard case. And then James Franco. Yeah, James Franco. Uh, there's a little bit of the, about the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. And then... Uh, there's, yeah, I forget what we talked about. It, it's honestly, it, it, it's fairly topical. It's not all stuff that happened four months ago. Yeah. But, uh, topical ointment, like uh, ointments are top topical. Some of them, most of them. Okay. I've never heard of a. I've never heard of a non, like an un, un a non topical. What's ointment? the opposite of top? Bottom, non- bottom, bottom, bottom cool. I would say non topical. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, afterwards, <laughs> we go into a commentary track for the butterfly, the damned, and the switchblade, and then just kind of some behind the scenes talk about the film in our. Yeah personal experience with it. Yeah, because we've never we haven't done that since it's really surprising. Yes. With that being said, please enjoy and we will see you guys shortly. Enjoy episode 79 of What do you think like what are the chances Johnny Depp is innocent? Because you gotta think too he lost a case, uh, two cases, I think, in the UK. Yeah, it's the UK, though. They are very uh, serious about uh, defending their publications. Okay. So what do you think the chances are that he wins? I don't even know how much longer this case is going to go on. I'm sure it's going to go on for another month, probably. Yeah, because you got a lot of sub- people that they've subpoenaed that still need to say stuff because they subpoenaed James Franco for the alleged affair. Then they subpoenaed Elon Musk for his past relationship. Um, James I wonder Franco had his own scandals. Now he has to be a part of this. Again. Right. And then also on top of that, I don't know if they subpoenaed her uh, ex-girlfriend that she was with for like, mm, I think nine years or something. Oh that yeah. That she like punched in the face. Yeah. In a domestic dispute. So that alone shows character. Um, There's I, a pattern of behavior. Yeah. And it's all from one because none of Johnny Depp's exes have ever come forward. And they've already had their marriage counselor come forward and basically say that she most likely was in the wrong for most of it. Not that he was innocent all the time, but she would start stuff. He would try to leave and then she would follow him and start hitting him. Yeah. So it's like, clearly there's an aggressor. Yeah. Um, um. In the court of public op- opinion, I think it should show that, yeah. you know, he's innocent and, it was likely all her fault, but, (laughs) but, uh, I don't know, dude, there's a lot of questionable things going on. A lot of movements that need to be, I I don't know. Cause you have the argument of believe all women. Yeah. Which you should, but in this, like situations like this kind of like, I don't Turn know. That on See, that's my thing. I don't think you b- should believe in all women just because of uh, incidents that I have dealt with yeah. in my past. And I'll say I'm not somebody who was accused. I'm just saying, I'll, I'll just put it this way. I was with somebody. They cheated on me, claimed rape on the other person, and it could have turned out much worse for them if shit didn't come to light. Yeah. So... When you push people into a corner, male or female, a lot of people are going to do whatever 
makes them look good and innocent. Yeah. So I do believe that we should give most people the benefit of the doubt, regardless of gender or yeah. sex or however you want to put it. Um, I think honestly, if people open their eyes and just look at the facts that have been displayed for the public and the fact that this is airing live, like you can watch the whole thing. Yeah. I've been watching clips of it today <laughs> and I like bring up a situation like the Deshaun Watson situation, which is different than this. Cause this situation, you have evidence that contradicts what she's saying. Oh yeah. As in the Deshaun Watson case, you have 22 women that accused him. And he wasn't found guilty on criminal charges because stuff like that is hard oh, yeah. to prove. But that doesn't mean he's innocent. Oh yeah. But when you have twenty-two women, that's kind of hard to just look past. Because oh, yeah. if it was like one, two, or three, then maybe. But twenty-two, some of them have to be true. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, and especially because and he, he even brought his own towel places. <coughs> Do what? He brought his own towel to these massage sessions. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. He. I mean, who goes to twenty-two different massage people? Robert Kraft. Yeah, Robert Kraft. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there are two different situations. But in that situation, I think I'd rather side with the women and be wrong than side with him and be wrong. No, and I do agree with that. That is a big risk to take. Like, yeah. the only reason that I am, like, I'll say 95% certain that Johnny Depp is at least mostly in the right and should be found to be the not guilty party or yeah. get rewarded his fair share because he got fucked out of that. But it's the fact that he has no prior anything. Yep. He yep. is very open in this whole case about talking about his past addictions, even talking about how his how Amber Heard and her friends would make fun of him because like when he would smoke, he wouldn't get like trash because he's been doing it for so long. Um, but like talking about his well, is Roxy Codone a thing or was that just a typo from an article I read? It might have been a typo. I never heard okay. of that shit. Because apparently, um, when he was filming, uh. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, he uh, had a pretty bad back injury. Yeah. And he um, had, to, they prescribed him Roxycodone or Oxycodone if it was a, t- a typo. Uh, comment in the, uh, down below and yeah, on YouTube if I you know heard, if it's I real. I never heard of it. <laughs> um, but it uh, basically, he was like, as soon as I was able to get off that, when I sliced my finger off, they offered it to me again, and I told him no because he basically said, "Once you're bitten, you'll be bitten again. You don't want to keep falling down that." And he's like, "That was like my weakness." And I mean, it's public that he's a fairly large alcoholic when it comes to wine and stuff, but like he apparently has that under somewhat of wraps and is able to control his anger during that. I remember watching videos where she's recording him trying to antagonize him into hitting her, and he's just trying to leave. Yeah, it's really hard for me to view it being his fault in any way unless there's like real hard evidence shown which he doesn't have yeah and there hasn't been evidence yet um the closest thing to them like saying johnny depp did anything was there was i forgot who it was that they were questioning but it was a woman and she was saying that at one point they were basically both abusing each other that's the closest i've heard to anything like that i will say that I can believe that. Yeah. Not saying that I think he's that kind of person. I'm just saying if you're really trying to make something work and the other person is constantly sitting there beating the shit out of you, at a certain point you have to hit back. I'm not saying it's okay to hit women. You have to do something. Yeah. You can't just sit there and let someone fucking like destroy you because they're upset with you every other day. Yeah. Like 
I would probably like this. This is me personally. If I tell a woman to stop and she keeps hitting me, I tell her to stop again, give her a couple more tries. She keeps hitting me, clock her once and walk away because how, at what point does it become? Okay. Now I'm unconscious. She can do anything to me. Yeah. So it becomes a a life or death situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I was raised from a childhood and don't hit women. Yeah. It, it's very complicated. <laughs> it is complicated because if you're if you're actually like in danger, it shows like a woman's like coming at you with a knife or something. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what what what's the Daniel Tosh joke? Oh, where he's she's ground. He come home and she's ground two of your kids, and she's about to do the no, third one. No, still no. <laughs> yeah. Can I clock her then? <laughs> or uh, fucking uh, Bill Burr has a very similar one too, but it's. Uh, I, it goes along the same line, but it doesn't go into like kid murder. It's for much less, <laughs> but he's like, you're telling me there's no reason to hit a woman. He's like, I can think of like a hundred off the top of my head. <laughs> oh fuck. yeah. It's a tricky situation. Cause then if you're in that situation that you were describing, that could come back to bite you, even though it shouldn't. Yeah. But it, it definitely, I am not a doctor. I'm not a judge, a politician, a lawmaker, anything lawyer uh so i don't know the nuances that go into this stuff i do know that in the court of public opinion most people do not believe her at this point so it should be obvious and the amount of defamation that it has done to his name he lost a huge money roll with the fantastic beast thing not that it's gonna matter anymore in a week i know because it's not doing good (laughs) Uh, not not so much because of the performance of the movie because of other things Ezra Miller. That and yeah, there's there's actually a lot of things going on with that movie just alone. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. Hey, I, 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 he's getting fucked over all over the place though. The only thing I've seen Johnny Depp in is that stupid fucking cologne commercial, Savage. <laughs> Savage. Mm, I real That's quick the thing I've seen. Real quick, I know that we have stuff we're trying to get to today. I just we're have to getting see. to the things. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I just I want to check really quick. Is there anything he is in or will be in in the near future? He was in an, an, a movie that played in the festival overseas, I think, but not here. Hmm. Just recently, I think. Let's see. It could be wrong, but I don't think I dun, 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 dun. Why is it not loading? Ah, oh, there we go. Uh-uh. It's really slow today. I apologize. How dare you? How dare ye, sir? How dare you touch my crotch? Well, <laughs> I will like to uh, point to the uh, camera here and say that I obviously was not touching him in any physical way possible. Savage. Uh, Puffin's Impossible, a TV show. And then before that, it was uh, Minamata from 2020. Yeah, I don't know. And then let me see if there's anything that was unreleased. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, Puffins. Uh, he did. He's voice acting now on shit shows. Puffins. I guess. Oh, I ain't never heard of that show. Probably a British show. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. But um. But yeah, and I think I think it would, word of advice, like if you're thinking about getting into a relationship with somebody. And they have red flags that you know of from their past relationships. Don't get into a relationship with them. Oh, 
I think that's something that people need to be a lot more aware of. And maybe if you're as old as Johnny Depp, don't date someone that much younger than you. I do agree with that. That's an obvious money grab. Well, that just that just presents a whole bunch of problems on its own. Oh yeah. I'm not saying it can't work, but it's easier to run its issues. Oh yeah. No, a hundred percent. Um, I just will say I hope the best for him. It. However, is the right way for it to come out. I hope it comes out right. And like I told you before this started, uh, whoever loses, him or her, they're finished. Oh, yeah. And I will say, of the two, I have a preference, which, I mean, I haven't hidden. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Based on what we've seen, there is a preference. Not only that, like, one's a much better actor than the other. Yeah, I I I used to like her. Pineapple Express days. Zombieland? So, nah, there wasn't a whole. Yeah. Regardless, like um, yeah, I I whatever, much prefer Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, whatever the right outcome is, will will happen. Yeah, and we want one well, for another probably month, maybe even two. I don't know how uh, long this thing drags on. It all. De- uh, I don't know because this is more of like a civil suit, isn't it? At this point, yeah. So it could be faster. Okay. Uh, if if it was something that came down to like a grand jury or something, because I think this is going to be down to like a judge's choice. I don't think this is a jury trial. Yeah. But I obviously haven't been watching the whole thing, so. Yeah, that, and I don't know how law works in a courtroom. I know somewhat, and it's only because of uh, last year I was watching Judge Dredd certain trials fairly closely just to see how the world was going to go. Okay. If that's vague enough. Um, Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah, that one. (laughs) I I was genuinely curious. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is about to happen. There's people on both sides that are retarded in their statements regarding that case. Oh, okay. So here's where I'll say I stand. Do I think that he had the right to defend himself? I'm going to say yes, but it doesn't excuse the fact that he probably shouldn't have been there as a 17-year-old kid in the first place with a weapon regardless i understand the idea of not using uh weapons to protect your see i i kind of struggle with that one because i heard i've heard the uh you're not allowed to protect your property well here's violence he wasn't even on his property he was in a different fucking state from where he lived technically yes i do agree he was but his dad lived there I don't give a fuck. I, I know. There, it's yeah. just there's a lot of minutiae that people just want to boil it down to the simplest bits because he actually worked in that town. Yeah, cool. As a lifeguard. <laughs> as a 17-year-old child. And then, yes, he did go back and forth. And then yeah. there's all the other fucking gross people in the world who are like, and I get that the people that attacked him and died have very bad histories. But it is not a justification to make it okay. Because... That fucker didn't know those people were those things. <laughs> right. He's like, oh, I'm just going to like randomly get attacked yeah. by these three, four people. And each one is going to have a rap sheet that's fucking ridiculous. That's like just touching coincidence. Kids. Yeah. That's Dumb look. pure coincidence. Yeah. But then there's the Fox News people are like, oh, they're like, oh, he killed we these sh- kinds of people. I'm we like, should praise him as a hero. I'm like, that is not the message you should get. Like <laughs> yeah. self-defense is one thing. Bringing a gun to a rally that you already know is going to be violent in the first place. Probably not the best idea. That is what police are for, and they're already getting a bad rap for it. You think you're going to make it out okay? Because in his head, what intentions did he have going down there with the gun? He had to have thought he wanted to use it, I'm sure. I mean, I I I can't say, but that's the way it looks to me. I mean, I I get it. Yeah. 
there's a lot of questionable stuff in this. There's a lot I don't, of wild shit. I lean towards the idea of being able to protect yourself, but there definitely shouldn't have been so blatant of like, I don't know. It's crazy that a 17 year old can literally walk downtown in Wisconsin with a fucking gun strapped to their shoulder. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I'll say. Yeah. I, I think we're going to get into a lot of uh, dirty stuff. If we I keep agree. So, with, I agree. With that being said, I feel like we should almost have separation between that and what we're going to talk about. R.I.P. James Franco. Um, I don't know if he's ever coming back. No, I don't. No, because he's already admitted to sleeping with six of his students. That's that's pretty bad. I, I, I mean, it is, but there, there's a lot of shit that goes on with that, too. There's a lot of work and things. I think it's bad. If he promised people roles, if they would sleep with him, which I don't know if that's the case. That's what's been said, but I don't know if it's fact. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great at the same time. If he used his fame to have relations with people. Yeah. But. Was it consensual at the time? That's the thing. Is it, hey, I regret it because nothing came of it from me and I thought this was going to excel my career even though nothing was expressly stated? Or, hey, I just wanted to be a star fucker, which is what a lot of people do. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm I'd just saying. I'd do it if I had the chance. I, wouldn't, I know you would because you have a lot of women. You're like, yo. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you're like, this chick. See, I, I chose the proper uh, language instead of calling them bitches. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't understand that <laughs> shit. Um, I can't believe that shit, dude. <laughs> but it's... Disappointing. So stuff like that, like the Harvey Weinstein thing, that's open and shut. That's, that's clear cut yeah. that he did that shit. Like, this James Franco yeah. stuff, there's a little bit more grooves and grit to get into. Grooves and grit. I, that's the best way I can... It sounds like a redneck way to, and to explain grit. it. I know. Have you ever I'm had sorry. grits? Yes, I'm not a fan. Never had grits. They're okay. Never we'll go to Cracker it. Barrel. You can have some. That sounds uh, racist I think they as well. have. I, I don't think so. Um, I think they have grits at the Waffle House. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, but should, I never had it. should have some cheesy grits. Those are okay. Okay. Um, I had the waffles there. The waffles at Waffle House Hence are fucking the name, great. Waffle House. My wife loves Waffle House. <laughs> That's like her favorite place. I, I'll ask her where she wants to go. I'll give her like the fucking option between like Elway's and Waffle House. Maggiano. <laughs> She'll choose Waffle House every time. Damn. She fucking loves Waffle House. And it's cheap as shit, We too. used to go to Waffle House when I worked in American Furniture because there's the one right there yeah. on 84th. And that got ripped down and rebuilt. Yeah. Now. Is um, it done now? Because I haven't been over there I think it's while. done. I don't know if it's open. Okay. Um, Which it should be. If kind of was a hellhole before. Yeah. So. You know, a lot of the country bases whether or not they need to worry based on uh, what Waffle House does. Because Waffle House has their own uh, weather system. Really? Yes. And basically, like, the idea is, like, you know shit's bad if Waffle House closes. Because they're a 24-7 establishment, and they will fucking stay open through the worst of shit. Yeah. Like, even hurricanes in Florida. That's <laughs> why coming to work. You know, people are like... If Waffle House is closed, you better get the fuck out of town. <laughs> it's bad. So just keep that in mind if you're ever in the I South. Never, yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, so. The South just operates differently anyway. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I yeah, I've does, never been fella. in the well, South. I've been to Florida. Florida. I like how to, you say Florida. What? You say Florida. Instead of Florida. You did not. I did. Go back and play the tape. You yeah, said, Florida. Florida. It's yeah. Florida. 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 <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to say fluoride and you got a twang to it. <laughs> Florida. Um, yeah, but I've been to Florida. That's the only uh, southern state, unless you consider New Mexico south. Yeah, it kind of is. I've been... Nevada. Florida, Florida. Alabama, <laughs> and Texas. 
No surprise there. <laughs> Fuck off. I need the last two. <laughs> Like, I'm just not going to comment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Texas is fucking way too hot for me, bro. Like, it's the humidity. It seems the heat's like not bad. Hell. That humidity. I, I went to uh, Dallas to visit one of my friends, and I stepped off the plane, and I was immediately like, can I fucking get back on? Because this is miserable. You know what? That reminds me of Kansas. Um, I got all showered and everything before the <laughs> wedding, and I got out of the truck when we got to the venue, and immediately my back was sweaty at my face was hot and i was like yeah, this is it's horrible texas is nothing like that really it's a million times worse like oh you, worse dude it's so much worse holy shit because uh, even florida gets humid when yeah, you go in the sun florida gets bad when i went to texas the two times way worse it's like you're like in a sauna and like you feel moist all over it's like someone is pouring water on you in a sauna nice it's fucking awful bro it's not fun what part of this texas uh it's right next to dallas it's capel texas maybe that's why the cowboys play so horribly all the time or just because they're the cowboys yeah because they play shit everywhere else too that's true <laughs> so uh the heat stays in their head <laughs> the brain damage from all the fucking <laughs> yeah. oh man jerry jones oh god i mean hey that man is rich as shit he looks like the emperor <laughs> I, I saw a bunch of memes the other day like, how does Malcolm McDermott look younger now than he did in the fucking 80s when he filmed his Some role? people do. Uh, George Clooney looks younger now than he did. He, it is weird. It's uh, Steve Carell looks younger now than he did in The Office when it first started. Oh, yeah. I agree. It's wild. Paul Rudd looks the same. I can't Paul Rudd has barely aged since yeah, Clueless. Jared Leto has barely aged. Um, I think his personality has aged more than his He's very physical. cringy. Yeah, he is. Because he's 40-something he's now. He's 50. And he's heading up a... No, I'm just... No, I quit. And he's doing that shit. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just, I don't even want to talk about that fucking movie. I didn't see it. I, don't, I, I, I haven't just, yet either. I decided I'm not spending money to see it. Oh, on a happier note, I got tickets for Thursday. What's Thursday? Northman. Oh, you're seeing the Northman? Yeah. Nice. Going to the promenade Sweet. at 7.30 for the Dolby. Sweet. So, you um, got to do out of theater reaction. Ooh, yeah. It's Actually, you idea. have to. Okay. I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I can, can do it. You have to. I can do it. If you're the one going early, then yeah. Shit. All right. I was like, I was going to invite you, but then I was like, my wife gets mad that we never do anything by ourselves. I was like, I can do this one. Yeah. And then she can get off my back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll probably go Friday. That's fair. Uh, yeah. If, at any point, I'll do it. Um, over the weekend, that way we can do a review on Sunday. Ooh, yeah, I'm down. I will say this is the only other film this year that I was looking forward to. Yeah, this one and uh, Disappointment like, Boulevard, Ari Aster. I mean, that's fair, but like dramatically, like the almost the way, I, not quite, but almost the way I was for Batman. Okay, a because of the director and B because of the material. Are you sure it's not A because of the material and B because of the director? No, it's definitely more of the director. Because you're all like Viking. Oh, I love Viking shit. Yay. It is really I'm not cool. A Viking fan. I was watching a bunch of interviews with uh, Alexander Skarsgård, and he's all getting into it. He's like, he's like, honestly, I've been waiting my whole life to do a Viking movie because we literally grew up like right around like a bunch of runes and shit, and it was just like it felt like it was like perfect. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's cool because he actually has some sort of like connection to the lore right with his family and everything so it's like i'm excited to see that because he doesn't have to fake an accent (laughs) 
And that's wild. Um, I'm gonna get you for um, for what comes first? Your birthday. Uh oh. Uh, Kurt Cousins jersey. Fucking no. Why? I'm gonna do it. Why? Because you gotta go Viking. You gotta go Viking all the way. Oh, I forgot you played for the Vikings. Yeah. Now. And you can be like Skull. Can uh, Skull? Can we go Dante Culpepper instead? At least he was good. I'll give you a Dalvin Cook jersey. How about that? I have no fucking clue. He's a running back. He's really good. Sure. I'll accept it. Okay. As long as it's... I, I just... Or I can get your personalized jersey. My fucking name on the back. <laughs> yeah. That would be expensive as shit. It would be. If I've so, tried. If so, do the number nine. Nine? Why not? Well, it, multiple guess. reasons. Is this something related to fucking Norse mythology? Weirdly, yes. But it's not the reason I fell in love with that number, but I fell in love with that number even more after all that. I don't know. Okay. Nine's been my favorite number since I was a kid, but I don't have a favorite number. I never thought about having a favorite number. It's, I don't know why. It's one thing. Like, so it was my jersey number all growing up. Oh, okay. And then nine is like the magical number, basically, in like Norse mythology. Like everything goes by nines. There's nine realms. It's just a whole lot of shit. <laughs> it's, Clearly, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. What to say. With that being said. With that being said, uh, I'd like to introduce my friend, my good friend and colleague. Um, never mind. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, with that being said, do go watch The Northman. Show that movie some love because a lot of people are hating on Robert Witness Eggers just for making... the rise of The Northman. Uh, people are hating on Robert Eggers just for making a mainstream film. It's not going to make a whole lot of money is the projections right now, which I could have expected, but... What was the budget? I don't even know. I think it was like uh, 70 or 80? I mean, this is not the kind of movie that's going to appeal to a wide audience. Yeah. That's why I am surprised they spent as much as they did. I just, if it doesn't I feel do good, like they mismarketed it already, oh, just yeah. knowing him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and worst thing comes to worst, the thing that might suck more than anything. 90 million. Oh, fuck. The thing, that, <laughs> the thing that might hurt everything more than it should, I think it'll hurt Alexander Skarsgård. He has not hit a blockbuster. He hasn't. But Tarzan was supposed to be a blockbuster. Yeah, and that fucking bomb. Bomb. And then Godzilla got fucked over. The newest Godzilla. He's in it? Yeah. He's like... In Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, he's like the main dude. No, he's not. Money. I don't have any money to buy. (laughs) Um, If I'm right, I don't owe you anything for the Batman prediction. (laughs) Because right now you're down to what? Uh, 30 bucks? I owe you four. I don't know how much. 30? Yeah. Uh, ah, fuck! Yeah, son. <laughs> um, I mean, like, and don't get me wrong; it's a human role in a Godzilla movie, so it wasn't really anything. Yeah, but uh, I think he's gonna start getting really overlooked, and people are just gonna start looking to his brother, which he's a great actor. I feel well. This thing's gonna do well. It's already done good critically. It's yes, critically, percent But yeah. the audience score, I don't think, because like I said, general audiences aren't gonna vibe with it. Especially because he's more of a visual director to begin with. Yeah. They 24 group, like people like us, they're going to fucking eat it up. Except for the um, people who think, oh, he betrayed us type of shit that yeah. I've seen online a lot. And here's the thing. A24 is not going to give him a 90 million budget. No. Anything. No. That's so why he is, had to. This is like his only chance to do this. Right. I mean, dude, if it does successful and does good for him, I hope it does. So I it's will 90 say, mil. I will say when I bought tickets for this, I bought tickets two days in advance, right? I don't know. So I bought tickets two days in advance yeah. for Sonic. Yeah. And I bought tickets two days in advance for this. Yeah. 
Sonic had no seats purchased. Mm-hmm. There was already at least 10 when I bought today. For Northman? Yes. Okay. I don't know what that says, especially because Sonic did really big numbers. I don't know if that'll translate to anything going. or if that's just fanboys like me. Might be fanboys. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. If there's anything like the uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once um, group that I saw the early screening with, I looked at every single one of them. I'm like, yeah, you're probably in this A24 Facebook group. Right. They all yeah. look the same. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> you can tell. Blue hair. Blue hair, glasses, <laughs> beanies, me, shit. Right. <laughs> um, all right. With that being said, the this podcast has probably a title. This podcast has a title. That will relate to the big uh, thing that we're talking about the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Which is? Oh. <laughs> uh, so we decided, since we haven't done this since we... Uh, since it came out, um, we have a short one. Well, in case you don't know, we have a short film out on YouTube called Butterfly the Dam and the Switch Blade. Um, we dropped that on Halloween night, almost November 1st morning. Uh, and uh, yeah, since then, we've, we kind of just let it do what it's doing since it's our first output. And uh, we figured now it's time to kind of re-promote it. And what better way to do that than to do a watch-along commentary and after the commentary, we are diving into the making of it. Yes. Um, I, I won't even give any like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about during the behind the scenes because it could honestly go anywhere. There was, uh, how long did we shoot? Five, six days? We shot five days. Five days? and Which fe- it felt like a long ass five days. It did. Oh, dude, after that, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah. please... Um, we, we we will play the audio for the film because uh, we are watching it right now. Yes, so uh, watch along with us, and then I mean, if you haven't watched the film, go watch it first, and then come back and watch this, yeah. and uh, it might uh, give you a little bit more insight into mm-hmm. what we were thinking when we were filming. Yeah, when we do the commentary, I think we'll stick to more of. I don't think we should go into too much detail for the commentary. I think we'll save the detail for the talk after. Yeah. Commentary will just go kind of do like basic like feelings during this scene. What were you thinking during this time? Yeah. You know, all shit like that. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Alrighty, so if you guys wouldn't mind, uh, just watch along with us real quick. Grab a glass of uh, um, Merlot, Merlot or whatever your choice of drink is and drink it. Yes. Slowly. So here we go. Uh, smoke a cigarette. I never knew I knew I. I don't make black music. I don't make white music. I make <laughs> like white music for high school kids. Uh. All right, so open them with the sound of crickets. Yeah, I thought it fit well for the scene that you'll see first. Absolutely. To be damned in the bowels of hell, USA, is the worst damn thing that can happen to a man. I came up with that in two seconds. I was I was wondering because I know me and you were uh, fishing around for some quotes at first. Yeah. I was really surprised by the red screen the first time I watched it. I was like, it's kind of jarring, but in a good way. I was like, what the fuck did he do? <laughs> it's red, because I haven't seen red like that in a movie. No. I don't think I have either. Here's me. It opens up with me. Fuck. You can hear me say fuck. Told you. This was my favorite day fuck of shooting the uh, field master. shit sitting in the car. Uh, I, told you not to I think for me, probably too. It was really interesting all the way up until the wind picked up and fucking blew uh 
Oh, Luis's light up. Yeah, I felt so bad. <laughs> I'm surprised I got. Well, I'm not surprised because I've done it before. But the tears I got out, I'm like, yeah, nice. <laughs> oh, dude, I was actually really surprised because yeah. I had never seen you act before this. And the day before when we filmed, me and you weren't on screen at all together. No. And I wasn't behind the camera because I had a fucking robe over my head. Yeah. Yeah, this this shot, this whole shot, I think, came out really good. Yeah. And the old jump in. Some fester. Some fester. The song really fit in nice, I thought. Yes. Um, if you guys wouldn't mind, we actually got permission from them to use this song. Go listen to the band Grave Dweller. Uh, this song is called uh, Fester, and they have a few a few other really good tracks, but we really enjoyed that one. So. Yes, and they have new stuff out now too. So. Oh, nice! I'll have to go and look at it. So here's the opening titles. Um, I went with some like wild shit that you couldn't read. And that was on purpose. Did you write that and upload it, or did you just find a font? I no, that was a font. Okay. Yeah. And I like the big um, credits, just like to fill up the screen like that. Yeah, oh, I like that too. Yeah. It reminds me of Tarantino. That's what I thought too. I've heard, and I've heard a lot of people tell me that too. I'm like, yeah, no, I can see that. Even though it sounds pretentious when I say it out loud. <laughs> and there's a lot of short films I've noticed that don't do opening credits at all. But I'm like, I wanted to be different, and I had the upside down cross. There, I honestly so. didn't notice it the first time I watched it. Every like the second and third time I rewatched, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, because I showed it to my like old for religious grandparents, and they were like, oh, we really like it, and I was like. You did? <laughs> Here's David's voice. For others, misery. Really good voice. Yes. And working with him was honestly like an absolute pleasure. Fuck yeah. He was fantastic and very easy to work with. Yeah. Especially for a random person off of a fucking Facebook group. I know. I'm glad we had him because of the situation we were in before. I was kind of like stressing out. Yes. Um, no shade. No shade. Just saying. So this movie is split into sort of like chapters. Program to program to fair is like the first one. It's kind of like the startup to like what we were doing. That was this was one of the most stressful things to shoot. It wasn't really stressful like to me. It was just tiring. <laughs> well, I was just worried that we were gonna go over the time of the church. Oh yeah, and people are gonna start coming out. And we're gonna look like assholes. This still is beautiful to me, though. That shot, the dude fire. coming out, being like, "What He's the like, fuck what is going fuck? on?" Yeah. <laughs> and the editing was kind of hard to make it all make sense, but I think it's pretty good for the first I, shot. I think, so. it, I think editing was very well done. Actually. Yeah. And when you see this scene, it goes by super quick. But like you said, the, the filming of it was fucking almost all day. This probably took like two hours almost. Yeah. <laughs> Just this like minute long section. <laughs> I was so winded and ready to just die. Yeah. And you got the sitting Charlie title card. Oh, driving away. And that alleyway was stressful as shit too, yeah. making sure it was clear. Yeah. I do like the shots on this, the back and forth. Oh shit. I think it's framed really well. Yeah. What the fuck was what about? 
and I changed my style. I act like when we first started acting this scene out, the back and forth. I was more like kind of serious, but then the more we went on, I kind of just added a more like relaxed vibe to it, and it came out better. Yeah. No, I I definitely liked the way. Because you did uh, take her to the other way, and then you switched it up, and I was like, I like that a lot more. Yeah. It just fit the character that you wrote. Yeah, because like, he, he's like, Charlie kind of like, is trying to give you advice while not giving a fuck about you. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. This was extremely stressful for me, just because I have never done dialogue, and this was like, there's a lot of dialogue in one spot. Yeah. Especially for my first, like, real day of shoot. Or, yeah, this was the third day. Third day, yeah. Yeah, but this You're was the, a lot of dialogue to remember. Yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> but you got that experience now. Yeah. In that monologue, you just did too. So. Yeah. I, I think if I keep practicing, I'll, be, I'll end up being a, lo- a lot better in the future. And this scene upsets me a little bit because I forgot to add that shot of the bag. Of the bag, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, fuck. I remember you saying that, and I completely fucking forgot about yeah. the shot too. But oh, it didn't hurt anything. No, that's just something we'll include in the next. One. Yeah, <laughs> for something. We uh, regularly forgot our uh, shot list and stuff like that, so it didn't help. That's why this next one's gonna be baller. What do you say? Tomorrow night we'll go again. Fine. What do you mean, fine, man? What do you? This is where the dilemma starts in the story. Yeah, we need this now. Like, right fucking now, today was the best day to do it. I mean, do you enjoy spending every night in this fucking place wondering what would have happened if you had gone to college or did what everyone else around you did? Very stereotypical, like, young adult trying to find yourself dialogue. Yeah. (laughs) Which I thought fit. Stop, man. Don't act like you don't think the same thing. And are we talking about the uh, twists and what's really going on? Or are we leaving that for them still? Maybe do you some good I think we'll leave one. I was like, it's up to you. I, that, this was your brainchild, so. Yeah, we'll leave it, because I think it's funner if you, like, <coughs> the whole movie is kind of ambiguous, really. Yeah. Want? I mean, and if you so want a little bit more in-depth uh, answers to stuff like that, we did technically answer some of those things on the Detention with Nerds podcast. Yeah. So. I guess. Don't, don't like, hesitate. You know what? I've I d- I lost what weight since then. Like, I look yeah. heavier there. I guess. No, I can see it. Not, like, dramatic. Because I didn't have you, a whole lot, but yeah. I lost You, you can I definitely had. tell you're in a little bit better shape because you've been working out pretty consistent since yeah. everything. I like this piece of score that I did, too. Yeah. I actually used this score. I made this score for the teaser trailer that we dropped, I promise and I fit it in here. The one we did in the fill? Yeah. This. Maybe it was the way of giving some sort of fucked up apology. And I thought you gave this monologue, like, gave it pretty good. I thought it would work. I was not confident at all. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I noticed now as you left your wedding ring on. Oh, fuck. Acting different. I never take it off. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even notice until after it was out. And I watched this scene so many fucking times while editing, and I never noticed until after. Damn. I was like focusing on your face and trying to see how you were doing it. Acceptance. Just want to be somebody. But you can't. We can't, Sid. You know, for being just straight dialogue for like however long this is, like it's. I think it's pretty interesting throughout. We are the bottom. You know, I definitely like the content of it. Yeah. I think that 
Especially yeah, now, I can see I have a lot of holes in my acting that I need to she tighten up, but I also am not necessarily in this for the acting as much as the directing. Yeah. Because that, that's what entices me more than anything. Yeah, because I think you've said you really don't want to act, really. You want yeah. to direct. I'll, I'll throw in a cameo here and there, yeah. but I'm not going to, like, give myself the most important fucking line of the movie like a Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, like, in both sides. Yeah. Like, I think this next one, well, this next one will be the last one that we act in for a while, because the God Take My Hand will be other people will just be directing that. Yeah. And it won't look back. So why should we? I don't you know. You play irritated good. See, and I, I feel like I played it, like, almost bitchy. <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't know. I felt like it was, like, almost too stiff. Okay. Like, I just, I jumped up. <laughs> it was like, eh. I do like this shot. Shout out to Bones. Yeah. Songs playing in the background. I was so confused the first time I heard it. I'm like, did we have something playing over and I didn't, just didn't fucking hear it? And that's good that you thought that because yeah. I tried to make it sound like he was playing in the room. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is dope. And this scene, I think, is like uh, an acquired taste. If you like slow burns and long takes, you'll like this. But a lot of like normal people, I don't think, will vibe with it. Yeah. It, it's definitely... I, I think we used a lot of our influences from A24 films that we yeah. have watched with the a lot slower builds and stuff like that. And I like long takes that just hold. Yeah, me too. The uh, inclusion of uh, medication. I was thinking after we did all this, I was like, I should have brought some fucking Tic Tacs so I actually swallowed something so it didn't look so fucking... I didn't think it looked too fake to where it wouldn't be believable. I think I'm just hypercritical. (laughs) Oh, I am too myself. I mean, you saw how many times I shot this monologue you did. Right. Supposed to release it like the day after I did. (laughs) I know, and I'm like, no! It's been almost a week. It's probably good. It gave yours time to do what it did. Yeah. I like the news clip I put in there because it kind of relates to what we did about the two men doing robbery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brown Bannister. Shout out to Brown Bannister wherever you are. I don't know. Right. Fuck it. Every time I come in this room, I still see that fucking record. And I'm like, I almost wanted to take it out and just play it one time. We got to put that in every film. I'm perfectly gonna, comfortable with that. It's going to get all fucking torn apart by the time it gets to the last film yeah. we make. This, I regret a little bit. These back and forth shots, I feel like a little cheese. They're a little cheese. I can see that. I mean, it I, worked I, for the Tigers. I thought they were cool. Yeah, but. and I think he did very well. Um, I wasn't fully happy with angles of me. I think he How shot. You? you know, because remember we had, uh, who was it that shot you, Patrick? I think? Yeah, it was my, my brother-in-law. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the blurriness of it at certain points, but I just, we went from shooting with Luis ever the f- previous four days, and this was the last day, and he wasn't able to do it. Yeah. So it definitely, you can see a little bit of difference in the way it was shot. Mm-hmm. 
Like if I, I think I should have explained to Patrick a little more, then <laughs> would have been yeah. fine. Because yeah, my my because I was shooting David. But we can explain the blurriness within the story if we oh, need yeah. to. Oh, yeah. It kind of works. Yeah, no, I, I think it definitely works. It's just if if I had to do this film over again, there's a couple things I would definitely oh, yeah. change. David's performance itself kind of elevates the scene anyway. I I agree. He. Dude, literally from the first moment we interviewed him for the, uh, we'll call it a job, <laughs> he uh, he surprised the fuck out of me. So. Yeah. He really got into it. And honestly, he was very, like, he was extremely respectful uh, before and after this scene because he told me, and honestly, this fucking just drives me nuts after watching it <laughs> because I can see it and it bothers me. He told me beforehand, he's like, I'm going to try to, like, kind of projectile and, like, like kind of spew, not spit, but just, like, let it kind of fly. Yeah. Make it look, like, volatile. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, go for it. Like, I'll just roll with it. And it got in my mouth. <laughs> and, oh, I was so fucking close to breaking, but I was like, just fucking push through. Otherwise, it's going to happen again. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. be fucking pissed. And he's like, he gave me props after, and I was like, thanks. <laughs> In this, we could have done multiple angles, but I felt like it was best to do the one shot go back and forth to me. No, and I, I definitely like that. Um, I wish I would have lost a little bit more weight before we shot, though. I can see it in my chin. I don't even notice it. It fucking drives me insane. <laughs> That's how I feel about this scene in the living room. To myself. Definitely, that's the one thing about you that I've noticed is you do really good face acting. Like your face, so you can buy what's going on just based on your face. I have a very different opinion than oh, okay. you, but I'll roll with it and I appreciate yeah. it. Um, I, I, I honestly think about releasing a colored version of this, but then I think, do I want to edit like, the whole thing over right. again? <laughs> Recolorize every fucking shot. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even the editing, really. It's just the export time and all that shit. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, oh. You've been having a blast with that with YouTube lately anyway. I just so. don't understand it. <laughs> and I don't know if this was drawing for anybody, but I purposely have David out of the shot on this. I had a lot of people text me yeah, and be like, so what the fuck happened? <laughs> um, specifically there and just with his character in general. Yeah. So it, I don't think it was uh, bad questioning, though. I think most people got the idea. They just needed confirmation. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Dom. Yeah, Dom. And Ana E. Yeah, they had to go in there like last minute. Yeah. Like literally hours before yeah. so this is bad on me right um while we were filming should i even say it what why he jumped in they jumped in to oh these yeah well there was a covid scare we'll say that yeah and the original actors had to drop out yes 
That's fair. Look it's probably this. better than yeah. what I was gonna say. So, and I. <coughs> so for the for this scene, like for the stab sounds, which we'll hear in a second. Let's see. I'm just happy that nobody were, caught your uh, the resemblance between you two. I don't know. No, <laughs> well, his hair is in his face half the fucking time too. But uh, but yeah, for the stab sounds and the punching sounds, I literally had a pound of ground beef, and I set the microphone down on the carpet and I punched the ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> And I got a cantaloupe, and I stabbed the cantaloupe, and that's I mixed that with the punch to do the stabbing sounds. Dude, I'm still amazed we never got the cops called on us that night. I know that was wild. We were loud. We were out to like 11:30 at least. This was the most stressful day to me. I can see that, and there was a couple of things I wish we would have taken a couple more times. Yeah, like the fumbling of the knife. Yeah. I'd say for the most part, though, like the sh- the way we filmed the robber, like robbery and the stabbings and shit, is very like raw. Oh yeah, which kind of like lends itself to it. Stab sounds are great. Oh yeah, the stab sounds are perfect. And I sped that shot up. To oh yeah, quick. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I kind of wish we had the other fake blood. The thicker one? The one that Justice had? Oh, yeah. That shit was great. Yeah. But it stained like a motherfucker. And I don't know if you caught this, but I specifically like cut the sirens out when we were inside the house. Yes. As to kind of... To way, like, is it like actually happening? Yeah, no, for sure. I remember running past this fucking light pole at the end, and I touch it, and I fucking whack it, and you can see the light change. <laughs> I was like, I, I heard, I heard a twang, and then I was like, it got fucking dark. And this is the interlude scene. There's no dialogue. There's not even like sound effects that are like real world sound effects. It's just like a few chords that I played, and that was it. Well, that's probably for the best too, because of the fact that there was construction going on while you were doing yeah, this. Yeah, and I wanted to make this feel kind of like a dream sequence in a way, and I thought just putting the score over it kind of helped. I was so waiting for someone to walk by and be like, what the fuck are you guys shooting? I know. It was, I'm surprised. Like it's, It just seemed like it all happened. I was supposed to. This day was somewhat stressful at the beginning. Because it was like, the first day. Yeah. Well, we were done, and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> I was just like, this is a lot of fucking work, dude. And then we got to the next day and the day after that, and I was like, it just felt like it moved better after that yeah because like you don't know really what to expect the first day especially and so that adds to the stress yeah especially with working with people that you don't know yeah like i mean granted it was only one person that we didn't know but it was just like once you're on set you never know how these people are gonna actually act yeah not act but like control themselves right basically I've ran into so many people that are just fucking assholes and think they're the shit about stuff. Oh, yeah. I was so worried about that. But this dude had, like, almost no ego throughout the whole thing. Mm -hmm. His facial expressions and everything go really well
I love that sound. Yeah. So fucking just off-putting. <laughs> it is. And now we're getting to the final act, chapter. For your suffering. <coughs> and this is your scene in the car, right? Yeah. Yes. I kind of f- uh, connected the red screens with that, too. Okay, yeah. Because right before, right after each red screen is same shots. Mm-hmm. And we did put more blood in your face than mine, so that was a little bit of a... That was a hard one to control, up. though. Yeah. You need a lot of, like, detailed God makeup. <clears throat> and while they are performed in different ways, you can still get the idea of what's going on. I think I wish I would have tried to go for the way you did it a little bit more. I think I was just, uh... I don't know if intimidated is the wrong word. To try it that way, I just... I don't have enough experience. Yeah. It was tough to me for me to watch this in 1080p because I'd rather watch it in 4K, but this laptop can't handle that. Oh, I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, huh? yeah. <laughs> and I hope this hit at least a little bit when people watched it. I felt so bad for Anna E that night. Cause she was screaming for like three hours. <laughs> it was wild. A lot of this movie, it ends basically where it started. Basically. Sorry. You have yours to bite on when you feel nothing else. You are alone, even when you are not. I felt it was cooler to have that dialogue over the black screen, and then pop it with this. I agree. I think the blood coming out of his mouth comes off a lot better here than it did in the bedroom. Yeah, and that kind of like makes sense with the story too. It's like it's like happening more. Yeah. Than, than the, as the movie goes on. Almost like bloodlust was filled. Yeah. And the inclusion of justice kind of makes sense. Made sense too, without us trying to have it make sense, because like you can just like kind of like assume that he's the guy we robbed and I killed at the beginning yeah, of the movie. when we were running away. Yeah. That was something I kind of found interesting, like the further along that we were shooting. I was like, oh, you can actually connect this dot. Like, yeah. it makes sense. I know Justice said he felt awkward doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was definitely different. Um, yeah. When he did mine, it, I had, because my head was like a day old bicked, it like drug the whole fucking way and it like just smeared all the makeup <laughs> along the thing. Cause you can see it just kind of start pulling. It's like, Oh, I was like, fuck. Pull it off though. And, uh, if you didn't notice, uh, the voices on, in these sequences here are echoed on purpose. They have reverb on them kind of go along with the kind of dreamlike thing. Okay. I like that shot a lot. You could frame that. Oh, I, I, frame that. I would love to. I want to put like a shadow box together with a couple of shots 
and then the clothes that I wore, because I'm going to have to retire them here soon anyways. Yeah. My boots are already starting to fall apart. <laughs> like, if I don't fucking put them somewhere soon, and they're just going to go away. I chose to put this song in here because it sounded cool, and it went with it. Oh, yeah. It, it, that's it. That sounds perfect. It reminds me of, like, a... I'm trying to think of like a specific film genre. It almost reminds me of like shit you would hear at the end of like Hills Have Eyes. Okay. Just something that like almost doesn't fit the tone of the movie, but yeah. it does. Well, especially with that, because like with that one, it was uh, that they were all kind of stuck in that generation because they didn't evolve because they all started like mutating and shit. Yeah. So they were like separated from the world. I tried to stretch these credits out as long as possible because I thought it, I just wanted Extra to have long time. credits. <laughs> I realized after we did this, there were people that we forgot to put in. Really? Yeah. Like, I just went based on the list I know. we had. It was just one set of oh. people. It was my uh, tattoo guy and his wife. Oh, shit. I was like, fuck. Did they notice? No. Okay. And they didn't say anything. Okay. But I felt bad. And I put it in there again. <laughs> well, I saw it the second time before I saw the first one, and I was like, oh, no. What are they going to say to me? And I think we have a flag jack tag at the end. Flag jack. Well, yeah. you should have. We should record that with every time at the end of a film. Just oh, wait, you did. Yeah. Flag jack. God damn, that's beautiful. Yeah. Reminds me. And of then the, I put that. That's the real love uh, and yeah. them that are with him about arrows. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's the butterfly. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um. I'm trying to think of where to even start. So let's, um, how did you feel? Like, what did you feel about like pre-production? Like we can start there with pre-production. I'll, I'll say it this way. I almost felt like it was never going to happen initially. Uh-huh. It almost felt like a pipe dream. Like this is the reason, one of the big reasons that me and you started the podcast and the YouTube channel. Yeah, because that's the main of, goal. Yeah, it, it's something that me and you had in common more than anybody else I've ever met. At, I I can honestly say, where I love film. It's honestly one of my biggest passions. I sit there and my wife just I can see my whole family's eyes fucking roll as soon as I start talking about movies. <laughs> if I'm too yeah. critical about something, my dad's like, "Dude, shut the fuck up." He's <laughs> like, "Just so- sit down and enjoy the movie." I'm like. Yeah, but it's Transformers. It's dog shit. Yeah. Um, and so, like, it doesn't always appeal to everybody, but, like, it's one of those things that, like, I've dedicated so much of, like, my fandom to that this is, like, what I wanted. Yeah. It was one of the main reasons I was like, hey, we should start, like, a YouTube channel and a podcast and do all this. Excuse me. Um, uh, I can't remember exactly when you started writing it. It was... Uh, Towards the end of our first season of the podcast, I believe. Yeah, so I started writing it, like, the basic idea, like, almost a year before we shot it. Yeah. And then I really started writing it, like, I think, like, January to April. Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, January to April. And then once you got that, we had the script... I'd say probably since around June because there were still things you were tweaking here and there. Yeah, but we had the final script. Like, we started talking to people about it when, like, May, June. Yeah, something like that. And I think that's a... How long after that did we bring in... 
Oh, yeah, because they had the final draft was in June. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, is that when we brought in yeah. uh, David. David? Like the end of June is yeah. when we brought in David. Um, so we had somebody else lined up before anything was ever said. Yeah, we had that in like in May. Stuff got a little weird. We decided to go a different way, and then we found David and a couple other people who were interested on the uh, Denver Film Actors Group. We met with David. We were still toying with the idea of meeting with a couple other people. But yeah, and we were uh, our plan originally when we had him come into audition was to like play it off as like, oh yeah, we have some other people yeah. coming in. But then once his audition ended, we're like, all right. Yeah, we were like, no, we're good. We're this not be the gonna one. talk to anybody else. <laughs> yeah. We were like, we're happy. He's like, all right, cool. I remember what, it was fucked up. I hope he doesn't get mad at us saying this. <laughs> we were sitting there for probably like 20, 30 minutes being like, okay, where the fuck is this guy? And then I keep seeing this one dude just walk in front of house to house and he's like, this isn't fucking right. Like, I don't get it. And it's because he was going to, he went to, I don't know if you want me to shout out your address. He went to, he went to uh 420 instead of 620. Yeah. Yeah. So it, he, we were just sitting there. I was watching him go back and forth. And then I was like, let's just go sit out on the front porch. And he came up uh, shortly after. And he's like, Anthony. And I was like, yep. He's like, Damien. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. David. He's like, yeah. He's like, I feel like a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's like, I've been walking all around and I was knocking on the neighbor's door and they're like, no, no one lives here. Um, yeah, it was a pretty funny I situation felt for him, but I, I don't think that helped him. But I mean, Hey, he still pulled out a really good audition with that. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's literally the only person that we auditioned for anything. <laughs> yeah, because everyone, yeah, it was just me, you, and him. Yeah, basically, and then the people we originally had in place to uh, play the uh, couple in the home invasion, we got them with no audition. We just got them off of that Denver Actors Group. We just sent them the script, and they agreed to do it. But things happened. Shit and happened, and they had to drop out. Understandably so. We got very lucky with. Uh, Dominic and yeah, Ani. If we didn't have them, if they didn't want to do it, we would have been fucked. Yeah. That <laughs> would have been... And honest, it honestly almost helped more mm-hmm. because of Dominic's character being in the field. Yeah. So it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, like everything, like I said, like everything in this film happened the way it's supposed to, it was supposed to yeah. happen. I, I think it actually made it for the better. Yeah. Um... And then, so yeah, it, it, it took about almost a year to get ready to shoot. Yeah, and it's... I felt yes. like it was like never going to happen. I was like losing my mind. Like for me, like the writing process itself, that was when I was like stressing out the most. Oh, yeah. No, I can like just trying to piece together different things and to see how it would work and hopefully like hoping it would work. And I didn't, I can't say that I never, I never once thought it wasn't going to happen. It was more so anticipating that it was going to happen. Uh-huh. That stressed me out more. And I, I can see that. Um, I'm definitely a lot less stressed now than I was the whole time leading up to it. I was sitting there fighting myself because I was like, I don't know if I actually want to act in this. Because I had no faith in myself at the time with acting. And I was just like, I'm going in with somebody who's actually like taking acting classes. Two people who took acting classes. And I was just like... I just, I didn't feel prepared. Okay. Walking out, I felt a lot better, mm-hmm. but it, I, I had a lot of anxiety building up to filming. Um, and it didn't get better until everything was done. Okay. Every day was like a more daunting task. 
it really was like the day before we shot for the first day the day before um i started not necessarily like i didn't want to act in it but it was like fuck there's gonna be a lot of work i have to direct and act maybe i should have had someone <laughs> else like act in it but then once we did it i was like fine yeah yeah um it has been just over six months since we released the film eight yeah. months since we filmed it yeah um I will say going out of this, I never realized how many shots it takes to make a film. And I technically I still don't because it's not a feature length, but the amount of angles and times you have to retake something. And we didn't even do a massive amount of takes. No, we did. I can't, I don't even remember like what day we did the most takes. I think it was the living room. Yeah, you're probably right. And I think that was like six all in all. Yeah, because we had the outside stuff that took like at least four tries. Yeah, because that's when I was starting to get a little irritated. Then we did like three or four full takes in the living room. Yeah, just to see how we could play them differently and play with it. Yeah, pause. Um, pause. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God pause. damn. Uh, but I don't know. Overall, I definitely enjoyed the experience. It's something I obviously look forward to doing again because we've already announced as much. We haven't announced this one yet. Well, we've announced that we're doing something. Yeah. Uh, we'll announce it. I see. I don't like putting a, I, a timeline you, on it because don't, just don't. I never have it ready by then. Because I'm like, then just constantly, don't. yeah, don't because you don't have. I'm, as far as I know, we don't have a title, so it doesn't even matter. Ooh, I had a title, but then I don't have a title because I changed the story again. <laughs> Fuck. Well, this was I changed the story like at the end of last month. Oh, so okay. yeah, I I, I don't I don't, I didn't change it completely. Like there's still the bones <laughs> of that one I told you about. Yeah, but you know, I mean. I'm excited to see what it'll be. Yeah. And then the, on this one, you definitely have to like come over when I'm editing. That way you can get that experience yes. too. I, I'm, I'm scared of editing, but I'm also excited to learn how to do it. It's one of those things that's like, it's more, I, I'll, I look at it like this. Okay. I feel like anybody can do anything they put their mind to. If they actually put enough into it. I remember growing up as a kid, uh, I would watch my dad drive trash trucks for a living, and I was like, I never want to fucking do that. It looks terrifying. I don't want to ever be behind a vehicle that large. And then I got ready to have a kid, and I was like, I have no other fucking option. <laughs> and I already been thrown into box trucks. So I was like, it's just a little bit of a jump up from that. And then that happened, and then I was like, okay. And then I always watched my dad ride motorcycles and stuff, too, and I was like, okay, but I'll never do that. Because that's fucking terrifying. You have no protection. And then roll around to this last October and now I can't get enough of riding motorcycles. It's like, if you do something, whether you uh, are forced into doing something or not, and it becomes something you love to do, you're only going to get better at it. Yeah. So I already love the film aspect, making the films and stuff like that. If editing is part of it, no matter how tedious it is, it's going to be something I love, and I think it'll be something that I'll eventually end up getting better at anyways. Yeah. So I kind of look at it with through that lens anymore because I used to like psych myself out of stuff so much where I just wouldn't do shit. Mm-hmm. And after I met my wife, I stopped doing that a lot more. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's... I forgot what I was just saying. <laughs> uh, so... What would your biggest regret be about this film? My biggest regret would be not bringing a shot list 
and not being more vocal in certain moments. Um, I, I think that. there were certain times where I kind of let, not even you, because you were the director too, but people outside of us on the crew side yeah. dictate certain things where I didn't step in when I could have. Not a whole lot, but there are certain instances where I'm like, when I watch it, I'm like, no, yeah. and you know, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think that you're wrong at any point. And I also hope that um, if you are listening to this, I'm sure, and you are involved in the making of the film, I don't want you to think at any point that we didn't appreciate what everybody did on set. Yeah. Um, especially because me and him were going in with this with little to no experience. Yeah. And not knowing how to capture sounds and stuff certain ways it was stressful for us and we're both not the most confrontational people in the world as it is. So it's kind of, for me, it's hard to speak up. I can't speak for you. I'm just saying for me, I, yeah. I have a hard time speaking up in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was surprised I was even able to like, be like, Hey, do this, do this, do mm-hmm. this. Um, I do agree that there are times where I wish I would have taken the reins more and been like, no, I understand what you're saying, but I think we should do it like this. I do think everything turned out, for the better in a lot of situations. Yeah. I just think that if we wouldn't have uh, compromised as much on certain things, we would have been happier. Yeah. And that's the kind of beauty about like doing your first one. Yeah. It's like you can like recognize those things and not let them happen again. Yeah. And honestly, I think that's going to happen with every film because I've looked at commentaries or interviews or little fucking trivia things that i've heard from videos just watching directors and interviews and stuff like that where they talk about stuff that they wish they could have changed but then there's others that are like i picked from this i picked from this i picked from this stuff that i've done in the past and i learned that you can't do this or this or this so i had to like tilt the camera this way or like move shit around to where it worked the way i wanted it to the way i couldn't get it to do before yeah so like especially listening to like quentin tarantino talk about stuff even though you don't see as many flaws in his films, even from his inaugural film. Mm-hmm. But even then, he says there's stuff he wishes he could change from that. Yeah. And that's something that'll always be there no matter what. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the one thing that you did with this film that you would never want to change? That I would never want to change? I know it's a loaded um, question, but so I think as far as like the actual like making of it and like in pre-production, I think like as far as like writing scripts, I don't think I'd ever want to direct a script that isn't mine or yours. Okay. I'd want to keep keep it to where it's like my own vision. I can see that. A hundred percent. I will say I will tweak that just slightly for me. I do agree. I don't ever want to work on anybody else's script. Yeah. But I would be completely open to being hired for to make a script for somebody else's film. Yes. I would also much rather produce my own stuff and direct my own stuff. But Mm -hmm. if you have to go the James Gunn route and sell a couple scripts to make it to where you can make your own Peacemaker TV show so be it yeah um obviously that's way down the line Mm -hmm. but and i think well another part of it too another thing i wouldn't change is like as far as performance wise 
um there's certain things that i see like for myself that like i think are like i don't regret doing like for instance that scene in the car at the beginning yeah i think that was like perfect for what it was oh yeah it's still like thinking back to it it surprised the fuck out of me like yeah it's just crazy so but yeah those are the two things really nice uh other than the things we've spoken about, are there any things in the future that you will take from this film to improve future films? The main thing, shot list. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, the main that. thing. Because um, trust me, I get that was a huge uh, barrier for us, and we noticed it almost every time we forgot. Yeah, and the thing that goes along with that, too, is storyboarding, because I didn't really storyboard for this movie. Yeah. And that's what made it a little harder. So that's one thing I'll do from now on. And yeah, those are the main things. What about you? Um. Oh, and speaking up. Yeah. Like holding our own. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think my biggest thing, honestly, is I want to learn more about lighting. Yeah. Because there were certain situations we were in where obviously we don't, we didn't have a large budget we didn't have a bunch of lights yeah we had a, like we were only <laughs> with like one or two the whole time yeah. <laughs> and when we were specifically when we were doing the running out of the house scene uh, about halfway through the film um we had a really hard time and i saw you getting stressed in this specific spot where we couldn't avoid the yeah. shadow of the cameraman yeah where uh, it's kind of hard to explain but it, it just it definitely changed There was a sense of urgency because we could only shoot till a certain time because we were in a, my we were at my old house and some of the neighbors around there were not the nicest people in the world or very understanding. Yeah. So we were very lucky to get done at the speed we did first mm-hmm. off, and then secondly, I I don't know I would just I would really like to figure out ways to do lighting better and more efficiently in the future, especially for time crunches like that. Okay, I think that opened up another thing for me. Um, I would like to, in the next one, communicate and try to get exactly the shots I want because I, I know how to set up a good shot, uh-huh. but sometimes it's hard to like really communicate it, okay. if that makes sense. Um, so that'd be a big thing, too. I think a big part of that, too, is uh, this might sound stupid and kind of... Uh, almost ridiculous but like terminology for certain things yeah especially as far as cameras go because i don't know nearly enough about cameras because it's not something i was ever passionate about that's one thing one reason i did really enjoy luis's input in a lot of stuff yeah because he was a more technical guy when it came to that yes 100 percent. um i i will really quick before we continue i just want to say thank you to everybody who was on the crew during shooting yeah Luis, you, Marty, Johnny, Patrick helping, Timmy helping. Dom, I think Dom. Yeah, Dom, Dom shot some shit on the Anna outside e, scene. Yeah. Your sister. Yeah. Annalisa. Uh, Annalisa. And then your mom for bringing a bunch of stuff. My parents for bringing a bunch of stuff. Everybody yeah. for donating. Yeah, and then my other brother even helped that one day too a little bit. Kind of lugging stuff around oh, and yeah. shit. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Uh, so, yeah, just genuinely like i know this isn't like we're not curing cancer we're not doing anything like that and the fact that anybody sat and helped us just to 
achieve a little bit of a dream, like you have no idea how much I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know if you get this, like, do you, like when we were done with it, were you not satisfied? I wanted to keep going. I was not satisfied. Even when I, um, that's how I am with music though, too. Like when I was releasing shit, I'd be happy with what I released, but I wasn't like satisfied at all. And I think you need that in order to keep going. Because if you are satisfied with something you put out, I think you're done. At yeah. That point. I, I, I definitely will say I'm not satisfied because as soon as we were done with this, we were already talking about the next thing. Yeah. And the next thing and the next thing after that, where we have a lot of barriers to get to before that. Yeah. I will say I was not satisfied. I was happy with most of the outcome. Yeah. I was more relieved than anything to mm-hmm. get that first weight off my shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had made certain things easier for myself lining stuff up i would never take back having my wife and kids it's one of my favorite things in the world but if i could have done things in a different order i probably would have Mm -hmm. but obviously i'm happy with the way we are i'm happy with the way we're progressing i wish it was faster (laughs) but yeah you know it's enjoyable timing's different for everybody yeah it is we can't all take a film to cans and live happily ever after yeah um, and plus, we haven't even made our first film film yet. I know. So. And I want to get it done before I'm 30. Okay. Which gives us two and a half years. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's possible. And I think it'll happen. Yes. Um, I had something to go along with that too, but I forgot. It'll come back. Okay. Um, is there anything going into this that you weren't anticipating? I knew I was going to get stressed out. I knew it was going to be challenging. Um, <sighs> answer first. I honestly don't I don't think I was anticipating it to be as big of a challenge as it was at mm-hmm. certain spots. Um, I was extremely pleased with the work ethic and the I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. The character of everybody who worked and helped us work on the film. Cause it made something that could have been even more stressful a lot easier. Yeah. That's one thing I'll say too. I'll add to that. Like when we were in the shoot in shooting mode, like on set, like it felt like, felt like there was one being like working if that makes sense like, yeah we were all like in unison like it, it was kind of cool to see it was very conducive to itself yeah it wasn't uh you didn't have people pulling and pushing in 40 different ways yeah and there wasn't like when we were all like trying to communicate how like a shot would go especially like when we were outside of the church like the way everyone was communicating oh yeah like it it was cool because like you really you legitimately don't think about like anything else. Oh yeah, it's literally just that. Especially with the limited amount of time we have. Yeah, like, the fact that like the, well, what was it? Ten of us. Yeah, there about. making all that stuff work, especially with people like starting to like take pictures of us and stuff. It, like it could have gotten a lot more distracting. I wonder like, where those ended up. I'm sure people roasted us. I'm sure. I mean, like, look at these fucking clowns. And then you had that old dude watching us. Yeah, and he, like, sat there in the shop for a minute. I was like, are you you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
But I mean, he was nice, and he's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get out of the way." <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was kind of cool to see that and just see people's reaction in general. We had that one guy who was like, "You're not filming on my front lawn." <laughs> I'm like, first of all, it's not your lawn. I know. It's like, the fucking sidewalk. Yeah. Oh man, it's fucking hipsters down there. I know. <laughs> Ruined everything. <laughs> that shit was funny. And then when we left that day, like, and all the people were congregated outside of the church, and I started yelling out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that shit. was funny. Um, we only had two days of scouting for locations. Yeah, me and you. Yeah, it was just me and you because I think was the first day we went to the church. Yeah, I think we all we did it all in one day. Did it? Was it when, when we shot? Uh, when, when we were scouting. All, all. Oh, it was just we, one we, day. We went. We went to the church. We went to the church. Then we went all the then way. We went by. All the way by the airport to that Field. open area and then we were like no this fucking wouldn't work because it's way too loud so we were visually like, it was yeah. fine but it was like so then we went back to mild house and we were like oh, we can check one more thing and that's when we decided to do the home invasion at your house old yes. house because we were like oh we have it this amount of time it would be like perfect yeah and then we drove down near the uh uh fairgrounds fairgrounds and it was full because it was right during when the Adams County Fair was going on. Mm-hmm. And then you went about a week later with your mom while she was going on a jog. You rode your bike yep. and you dipped off and you're like, fucking right here. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of cactus there too in that spot, oh, which yeah. is wild. I was so worried one of us was going to... I kept looking at Justice's knee getting closer and closer. I was like, do it. Do I, it. I, I kept thinking he was going to fall because he's clumsy. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, he's going to fall at some point. <laughs> right. But he didn't. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think specifically. I mean, th- there's a lot of things that go into this film. Was there any specific thing that you took from that inspired you for writing? Ah, uh, the, the main thing that inspired me, like in, as far as writing goes, is actually seeing what you've written being played out and being seeing people take it serious and people work on it. That's like inspiring in itself. I'll put it another way because I did it. I did enjoy the question, but I mean more as far as writing the story goes. Were there any? Was there any influences from this one into the next one? No, from other things into. Oh, that into one. this? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, much. Um, Hereditary is like the main one. Um, a lot of I don't know, just like artsy art house films in general. As far as like how we did shots and shit. Oh yeah. Um, and the story itself is basically just like, yeah, those types of horror movies, those artsy ones. Yeah, it's basically it. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, my main influence is probably Miss Congeniality. <laughs> oh shit. Um, let's see. I had a question. Fuck. I had a question in my head. Okay. 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 How did you? How do you think this experience strengthened your ability to direct, if at all? Made me less afraid of actually like. I I don't want to sound like do this, bitch. No, I it made it to where I feel like I can command a room a little bit more. Obviously, there's a way to do something with respect. Yeah. And not be an asshole. Yeah. Not like those like directors from the seventies yeah. who 
the Kubricks. The Kubricks. The I mean, he's fantastic, but by all accounts, he was kind of a dick. William Friedrich, the director of Exorcist. Uh, what's the fucking one guy's name? Lars von Trier. Yeah. Guys like him. So, stuff like that. Even Tarantino at times. Yeah, I, I've heard. <laughs> um, but ultimately what you have to realize about making films that I think is... Overall, yes, there's a lot of money on the line when people are making these things most of the time. But 95% of the time, no one's life is in danger. No. from doing this yeah there are stunts and stuff that i, I don't even think 95 percent of the time is the right number well, yeah we just had an incident not too long ago oh yeah i didn't even think about that Sheesh. but those those are outliers yeah the, the, they're like the one percent but it, i'm sure this there are a lot more things that go on like stunts are probably like 40 percent of some movies yeah so there's a lot of give and take there's not a whole lot of stunt work in a fucking romantic comedy no most of the time. Yeah. But I think the thing I found is if you are working with people who genuinely enjoy what you're doing or enjoy what they're doing and believe in what they're doing, it is really easy to bring everybody together in a happy, conducive way to make your vision come onto the screen. Yeah. I think that that's the way I want to command things in the future. I think it'll help me a lot as a director. Um, but I also haven't ran into a problem like majorly as a director yet to where I don't know how I would handle confrontation. Okay. Because I'm not a confrontational person. Yeah. And I'd probably back down pretty fucking quick most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would be cool to... Because I think you have a lot of potential as a director. It'd be cool for you just to be a director on one thing and just like you be the sole director or something and like direct me or something. That'd be kind of cool. I would be down with it. Because, um, like, the first day when you were directing, I was like, damn. I actually got joy from, like, seeing you direct shit. I'm like, this is cool. I will say I appreciate that. I don't know if it's the right word, but, like... Aroused? Im- <laughs> imposter syndrome. Okay. Where, like, I just... I don't know. I didn't feel fully comfortable saying... They, like, just telling anybody to do anything is, like... I get that they had faith in us and that's why they were there, but I was still just like, I don't know how people are going to take me being like, Hey, do this. Like I just, I was very nervous about that, but I do appreciate that. And the things that I did see you do with directing in certain spots, I actually really enjoyed. And I would love to see you direct in the future as well. Cause I did a lot of it. Um, when we filmed the you and David shit in here, I agree with that. And even, when we were doing uh, a lot of the living room stuff, you were the one who had the idea to go back and try to shoot it a different way with your character. Yeah. And you were the one who basically said, I want the camera here, here, and here. Yeah. It made everything flow a lot better. And I, I, I did, I diff, uh, I enjoyed watching you kind of, show your vision to everybody else because mm-hmm. it really helped get across what we were doing. Yeah. I think. And I'm honestly, I wouldn't mind acting under you, but I wouldn't want to be the main actor again. <laughs> well, other than the thing where I'm not even going to say anything. Never mind. It's coming. 
<laughs> I'm pause, coming. Pause. 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 <laughs> yeah. Pause. Um. See, I, I like I, I dig myself into these corners, and then I can't say anything else. Uh, is there anything else you would like to bring up about the film? Um, I'd like to bring out the fact that um, we made a movie. <laughs> We made a movie, guys. We made a movie. A movie. Yeah, a short little movie. We made one. You know, it, it it only took a week, but we made a short little movie. That was one of the most stressful weeks of my life. And I will tell you. Fuck yeah. I sat and vegged like a motherfucker for like two days straight because I was just like drained. Oh, like just because of like the shit I put my mind through. You know what's kind of funny? The first after the first day, because Louise stood over here the whole week. Yeah. Um, the first day after we were done rapping, we came back here and we started editing what we did that day. And I'm like, I can't do it. Like we just couldn't do it at the time. Like just drained. Yeah. So we just like every night after we come back, we just like watch just random movies and fall asleep. That's all I did. I watched, uh, I remember that week I watched, uh, the green Knight and a bunch of other stuff just to like fill my head with. Just that kind of like vibe, the artsy shit. Yeah. Just to see if it would help me at all. And then the rest, after we were done filming, I was like, I just need to unload and sit the fuck down. Yeah, we watched The Strangers one night. The and second then, one or the original? The original one. I still gotta watch the second one. second one's alright. There's cool shots in it. But, yeah. um, and then we watched a bunch of A24 movies he hadn't seen yet. We watched Good Time. We watched St. Maud. We watched Mid... Did we watch Midsummer? I don't know. We watched another one. But yeah. Hmm. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's another inspiration, kind of. Saint Maud is kind of a low key inspiration oh to that movie. That fucking movie was. So a lot bad. of people in the A24 group don't like it. I don't understand why. I love that movie. I do too. It felt almost too real at moments. <laughs> yeah, you're like, it, it felt dirty. The ending is wild. Oh my bro. god! It's that just ending. that like half a second like shot of the reality. Right. It was fucking bananas. Yeah, but yeah, there's a little bit of influence off of that. I'd say that and Hereditary, like the main ones. Nice. I even took my name, Charlie, from Hereditary. That's the sister's name is Charlie. Oh, fucking A. And Sid. I just thought of Toy Story. (laughs) Why did I call you Sid? I had a specific reason why I called you Sid. I I thought it was just Toy Story. No. Because you thought I looked like him. No, I forgot. Yeah, it shows you how profound that reason was. But yeah. (laughs) No, I'm curious because you never told me. I forgot. (laughs) Sid. Like, like, Like Sid Vicious? No. At least that would be cool. <laughs> Why did I? God, I'm going to have to go back in my mind. If you think about it, text me. Yeah, but Charlie was that. Okay. And the butterfly. I forgot why I fucking named it that. <laughs> I mean, I, I like it because it's unassuming. Yeah, and we didn't really explain it, which I like. Yeah. It's kind of just like an I, inside type of thing. I know me and you sat and we fucking workshopped a lot of stuff. That didn't even go into the film. It was just like for the connection in our brains to make shit work. Yeah. Like who the butterfly is and stuff like that. Or the mental aspect of the film. Yeah. I don't... It almost bothers me at times that we didn't answer stuff, but I love that we didn't at the same time, if that makes sense. I mean, I've answered stuff. I, I've answered me. people specifically. Yeah. But you're talking about not leaving it as ambiguous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I love ambiguous films. Yeah. It's just stuff like that always makes me want more. Like, yeah. it, whether it's our film or not, if it's somebody else's. Like, it's 
I love the idea of like being able to create shit in your head after the movie's done. Unless you have to do all of the writing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, what the fuck did I spend the last two hours for here? Yeah. I definitely think that's what this movie would have been if it was two hours long. Yeah. I think it, the ambigu, ambiguity, ambiguity, Ambi- ambiguity, ambiguity of it fits within a, like 25 minute, whatever it is. Oh yeah. So. It's perfect. I mean, there are ways you could do this as a two hour film. Yeah. You would just really, but there, it. there are scenes you probably have to draw out a little bit more too. Yeah. Like, that scene with you and David in the room, that yeah. whole scene would have had it been drawn out more. Oh, yeah. Probably a longer Probably set. would have had you made a phone call to somebody or add something in the, at the beginning of that scene. Yeah. So, there which there was more. a phone call in the original version of the script. The, it, did, it, it didn't show on the didn't, thing. No. We did film it. No, I'm talking about an original draft <gasps> before I even showed you. That's in the vault. It's in my head. I mean, I have it. It was here. like a psychiatrist being like, hey, you haven't shown up in three weeks. I'll never tell you. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> That's fair. When we get, when we get, when we get, when we make, when we hit it big, I'll, I'll show you. That'll be like a, we made like, it. Like a 20th anniversary from the first film type of thing? Or maybe a year from now. That's fair. I'll be like, we made it. Here it is. I mean, I'd be down for, we made it in a year. I did the, I did the did with Alexa Demi. The, Here's the scene. The did or the deed? I did the deed. The, 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 the both. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is now. I don't know, but if that happens, then I'm, I'm, you'll get a document. Like, here's the scene. <laughs> Do you have it saved still? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm going to fucking scrounge through my emails and see if uh, you not, did won't something. Be there. <laughs> well, but yeah, there's, there's, there's a bunch of shit I did. I left off of the... Even the first draft that I sent you. There was an original draft before the first draft. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. That's how it always is. That's fair. For me. But yeah. Um, how long have we been going about? Uh, We've been going about for about an hour. Probably more. About hour 35 minutes. Okay. Um, I think that's probably a decent place to stop. Ah! <laughs> Unless there's anything specifically you would like to touch on one more time. No. Um, I will say, if you ever thought about making a film, but you were too much of a pussy to do it, just do it. <laughs> um, I... I, I because I will say it in a different way. But I'll yeah. say this. A lot of people I've known in my life, a lot of people I've come across in classes or Boss. whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like as you're walking. <laughs> just across. Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah, a lot of people I've come across in life, um, in music, in acting classes, just in a lot of people want to do shit. And the thing that stops them is is either they don't know how to do it or they don't believe in themselves enough to do it and they just don't do it. A lot of people talk it. Not a lot of people walk it. But we walked it. That's one thing I will say that I am more proud of than most things. Obviously, it's not like above like my kids being born. Yeah, I don't but have that experience. It's so. right up there. Yeah. It, it's something I'm actually extremely proud of. Like, I almost have this feeling sometimes where I'm like, I almost feel like that weird kid in class who just had to always share their fucking opinion <laughs> with this podcast, with the movies and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, does anybody actually care? But at the same time, I'm like, does it matter at this point? Because how many people have said, I'm going to try to do this? Yeah. Like, we just fucking did it. Yeah. And that's like a, even more things in my life. Like, I've done so many shows. I've put out music. I've been in a magazine with music. 
I've done now made a movie. Like I've done all these things like, and no one can ever take that away. Like I can be happy to say that I've done all that stuff. Yeah. Just period. No, a hundred percent. It's not a lot of people done. I can say that if it wasn't for making this film, I wouldn't know anybody that ever has. Yeah. Put it that way. Cause we've met people who've been in other stuff and stuff like that since we've done this, like David primarily, yeah. but and meeting people like that kind of inspires you to keep going too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially, I, I will say this: I don't think. I mean, the very last day of shooting with him was. That was honestly one of my favorite things from the whole thing. That was like, here. Yes, that was here. Because yeah. me and him talked after, or me, him, and you all talked afterwards, and he told us that he actually had a good time and like it made me feel like hey like yeah we did something but we didn't make people's lives fucking miserable while doing it yeah and we actually conducted ourselves essentially as like professionals for a week yeah to where i feel like hey if we were able to do this at least i wouldn't be like having tabloids go out and being like this dude yelled at people like he's fucking Christian Bale or something. This guy, <laughs> instead of having the character that's supposed to choke somebody, he himself chose right. to choke somebody. And now he's in prison. Yeah. Oh, well, Quentin Tarantino I, be, did that too. I'd be fine though. Ezra Miller gets away with it. Did you know that? No. Who? Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yes. Inglorious uh, Bastard. Yes, the chick. Yeah. And because... Because it wouldn't look didn't... real if he didn't do it. Yeah. I'm like, that's sus. <laughs> Up to the and point he... where she almost passed out. Or did she pass out? I think she almost did. I'm like, she. he's genuinely choking the shit yeah. out of her. I'm surprised <laughs> nothing came out of that. Because uh, he thought that uh, Christoph Waltz was too nice and wouldn't do it. Yeah, I'm like, that's that seems like an excuse for him to, to be just like... throttle a I'm bitch. Like, like, I want to do this. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this for a while. That's... Yeah, that's... Uh, he does some dirty shit sometimes. He does. But, I mean, it's for the art, man. Maybe. I don't know about that. <laughs> he just wanted to choke a chick. I think the feet thing is uh, for his own personal fault. <laughs> he seems I mean, like he has I don't fucking... care if it's Margot Robbie. I don't want to see her feet. I don't I, like I'm, feet, period. I'm not a foot person. No. I just know. Yeah, no. I know. There's two scenes in that movie alone with feet. Margot Robbie and the hippie chick on the dash. I feel like there's more than two. Is there more than those two? There's a lot more feet in that than just the two. There's two that are just focused on those feet. Well, that, yeah, that's what I meant. But well, like all of, chicks all of Manson's barefoot. girls have fucking bare feet the whole time. Yeah. And they're always just far enough out of frame where you can see them. There's, that's a who's who of <laughs> actors in that group. Like, There's you got Dakota Fanning. You got uh, Victoria Pedretti, who's in You. Yeah. Um, you got Sydney Sweeney, who's in Euphoria, who's a big character in Euphoria. You got Kevin Smith's daughter. You got yeah. Laura Dunham, or whatever the fuck her name is, that comedian chick who's in the show Girls. We... No, Lena, Dunham? Lena Dunham's. Pretty, pretty, yeah, that's her. I thought that was the girl from Jurassic Park. Am I tripping? No, that's Laura Dern. Thank you. Yeah, so, yeah. all those chicks are in that movie. And then you got Austin Butler, who is a part of them. Who's that's got to play the Elvis. one that I have a lot of love for, dude. He is fantastic. That's a who's who of actors in that group alone. And they were the fucking nobodies of the film at that time. And even in acting wise, they weren't yeah. really like Sydney Sweeney and uh, Victoria Pedretti weren't even big yet. Victoria Pedretti's played who again? Uh, like she's one of the Manson girls. Yeah. Uh, so who was the girl who played uh, Pussycat? Uh, the one with the feet in the car. Oh, I forget her name. I forget her name. What else she's was getting she bigger now, now too. She was in a, in a series on Netflix, like a limited series called Home or some shit, where she's like a cleaner. 
and she's like oh fighting it's a uh, maid maid yeah yeah my wife loved that show i was like Supposed dude she looks so familiar yeah so yeah that was a who's who and they weren't big at the time but now they are yeah they've all blown up it's, it's crazy wild. i mean it does sh- well except for uh harley quinn smith hasn't really done a whole lot since she's starting to she was in that show on a uh, freeform not freeform oh i know what uh, you're talking about 90s something it was a night like based in the 90s uh, yeah, yeah I know like what you're talking teen about. drama she was in that. She oh. was in a short film I just saw recently with Alexa Demi. Really? I'll show you. I'll show you. A, I'll show you a clip right now. Okay. After. That's fucking wild. Like I honestly didn't know she was doing that much. I just watch her. And she's Kevin not stuff, bad. So. She's not a bad actress. She's not bad. Um, I've seen her one. Well, obviously all of Kevin Smith stuff, but I've seen her in something else. I just came on my finger. On the one that sticks out to me the most is Clerks Two. Oh yeah. When she's in the restaurant. Yeah, like looking out the window. Through the window. See, and I love uh, <laughs> just because like nobody knew until he came out and said it that the kid who played uh, Silent Bob when there he's in the walker is his daughter. <laughs> he's like, I couldn't get anybody else that looked enough like me, so I was like, <laughs> and she don't even look my like progeny. It to me. Maybe back then she did, but a little bit, but yeah. not like crazy. And he's like, I couldn't find a baby that was like quiet enough around me, so I was like. <laughs> perfect my kid <laughs> he's i was scrolling through netflix the other day and i landed on this chick flick from like 2006 i forget who's in it now i want to say reese witherspoon Ugh. but kevin smith's in it what movie i gotta look it up Let me see. with reese witherspoon i think it's reese witherspoon but yeah i was watching you know on netflix they show the little previews while you're on yeah yeah he's there i'm like what the fuck you 2006 no i swear to god 2006 yeah he was he was big <laughs> this is a year before Live Free Die Hard. Live Free or Die Hard. Scream? What? Three? Scream 3? Yeah, he's in Scream 3, I believe. Scream 2? Scream 3. One of those. None of the above. Wait. Scream 2. Pretty sure he is. Oh, this is just his, uh, his, I'm talking about his acting roles. What the fuck, bro? Oh, here we go, acting role. Is it like a big role? He was in Scream 3, but I'm talking about this role that this movie I saw was from 2006. Scream 3 was in 2006. 2006. Uh, catch and Release. Oh, Jennifer Garner, sorry. I, yeah, Catch and Release. Maybe that's the reason that he wasn't allowed to hang out with Ben Affleck. Jennifer Garner's in the movie. Timothy Oliphant. And Kevin Smith. Timothy Oliphantastic. Yeah, uh, Kevin Smith plays somebody's friend, and he's, you know, the the kind of goofy like messy friend who's like like a john favreau type kind of yeah okay i can see that yeah like oh, yeah but he's in that i was like scrolling through i was like what the fuck because oh, i've only ever seen him act in daredevil live for your die hard and that's it as far as acting whoa obviously like, <laughs> like too. dog yeah those outside of those those are the only ones i've seen uh, i'm really trying to think right now exactly it's hard I mean, obviously, live for your die hard. Yeah, that's the big one. That's the I, that was I saw that before I saw Clerks or anything like that. He wasn't in Jersey Girl at all that I can remember. Obviously, he directed that one too. But yeah. he's in Mallrats. He's in Chasing Amy. Clerks, Clerks Two, Clerks Two, Chainsaw Ball Strike Back, Dogma, Reboot, Reboot. I regret that movie. <laughs> uh, I kind of do too. I, I enjoyed going. It was a good experience. I hope he really went all out for Clerks Three. You can't half ass. I'm that. so nervous. You can't half ass no. that. And then he was also in. Uh... Oh, Yoga Hosers. Never saw it. He plays a little miniature uh, 
Nazi bratwurst. <laughs> oh yeah, those the, the bratsies. He has a new movie coming out too. Kilroy was here. Yes, so that one's actually going to be fairly interesting because he directed it, mm-hmm. but he it's also technically did too. Yeah, <clears throat> he also didn't because he used a bunch of film students at this school in Arizona, and they all together worked to make an anthology series, and it's basically all their work made into a feature length film. Huh. That'll be interesting. Yeah, because uh, I guess Kilroy was here with something that was like popularly painted around towns after World War Three. Yeah, World War Two. Yeah, World War Three. Oh no! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've I've seen the drawing. Yeah, it, it's it, it turned into a horror thing. It looks interesting, and Chris yeah. Jericho's in that one too. <laughs> he plays a, a a YouTuber basically. He just I can't stand the guys who are in their fifties that wear bedazzled clothes and leather jackets and sunglasses i can understand that he does it as a character though he does it purposely to be cringy the music doesn't help though no music makes me want to die dude it amazes me because the first few times i heard it i fucking hated that song right judas oh god since then on AEW, the whole fucking crowd sings along and it drives me insane i know they love it no it's beautiful um we'll close it off here if you don't mind, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and especially YouTube. Yeah. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on all of those. Give us something to give us some feedback so we can give you some answers or just in general some you of know our thoughts. What you want to do <laughs> and give you some feedback. <laughs> and then make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. And let me smell your feet. Preferably not. And because uh, it, it really helps us reach out to other people, and we would Smelling really appreciate people's it. feet. No, like, out. rate, and subscribe. <laughs> does yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Anthony Stevens. My name Damian Labor. And I peace, peace, <laughs> peace, peace, peace. <laughs>